Welcome to Badgedamia, a podcast so educational two professors could be hosting it. Hi, I'm Dr. Danielle Dickenview, and joining me is Dr. Bill Pennyman. Welcome to Badgedamia, the smartest bachelor podcast on the internet. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So today, Bill and I are going to come at you with some BIP recaps, reflections, and real important information. <laughs> that is correct. And we don't have a co-host, so you're getting a whole lot of D&B today. It's going to be good. So yep. to start us out, I have a very important question, Bill. Yes, and I am excited about this question. This is one of the better ones I think we've ever had. All right. So you are kidnapped. And you can only call on one person from BIP, BIP, to come Mm -hmm. to your rescue. Who do you call and why? So as I thought about this, I realized that I was more like, who am I not calling? So I'm I'm not going to call grocery store Joe because he may (laughs) get like all mopey. Um, I'm not going to call Taj because if it's in a warm climate, she's out. Um... And so the best person I could come up with is probably Demi. I feel uh, like Demi is like you want to hang out with Demi. You want I, yeah, Demi but to I feel like she, yeah, she gets stuff done. Like <laughs> I and she has no like if you're kidnapped, you don't want somebody who's worried about what's appropriate and what's socially acceptable. You want the person that will do anything to get you, you know, rescued and. I'm not worried about like someone forcing kidnap. If they forced and kidnap me, like they probably are like, you know, they've got guns and stuff. So it's not like I, like, I don't care if it's Thomas, like I don't need some great big guy running in there. Um, I need someone who's just like gonna, so Demi or Riley, I feel like Riley might. Riley Riley is, you know, I think it's my choice. I think that one, he has big biceps. But mm-hmm. I also feel like Riley is just going to take control of the situation. He is a lawyer. And so I was like, all right, so if it's a legal thing, he's probably your man, right? But I feel like if you need somebody to go in there and like talk them into letting you go, it's got to be Demi. I think that, yeah, Demi, I will say this. I think that Demi knows how to get what she wants. Yeah. And like, she has no, like, no care in the world about what is viewed as socially. Like when she was with Kenny, I'm sure we'll talk about this. She's like, Oh, my nipple slipped out. It happens all the time. And it was like, (laughs) it's just like, I feel like if she was going to try to rescue you, she'd like all, all in. She would not let ethics get in the way of saving you. Right. Or social niceties. So you're Riley. What about for a woman? Like what of, what of the women? This is very gender that you just went straight to Riley and didn't, didn't think that, you know, I just feel like Riley, like, I think, I just think that he has some, some way. I just think that he would be able to figure out a situation and take control of it. Yeah. Um, I guess out of the women, maybe Becca and we haven't oh, seen yeah. on this, but I think that Becca's just like really reasonable and level headed. Mm-hmm. And would make smart decisions to try to get me rescued. If I chop my hand off, Becca would definitely be the person that I would want, like, in the crisis. She just seems very, like, cool and calm and 
Um, not Tia. I feel like Tia would be very like. Ah. Yeah, it's yeah. like Taj makes great TV, but you don't right. want Taj to like be your nurse. Yeah, you don't want to rely on her for anything but like witty like comments. She may, if you needed somebody because she's very a, a direct speaker, and I feel like she just says what's on her mind. She would be good if you were trying to get a refund at Kohl's, like. I think, yes, absolutely. I also, I'm like, I'm still thinking about Demi as your choice. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm I'm still reading these, like, um, uh, I keep wanting to say uh, Sun Summoner books because, like, I can't remember, um, Bone and Shadow books. Okay. There's, like, a okay. bajillion of them. I keep right. thinking that I'm done and then I find more and they're, like, so good. And there's, like, this character on it, Nina, who's wonderful. Actually, a lot like Demi in certain ways. Um, she, uh, and she is so good at acting in a way and like, will also use her sex appeal to Mm -hmm. kind of, to, she's really important on con missions. Oh, I like it. Yeah. I actually, I have an extra credit kind of about that when we get to Demi and Kenny. So don't let me forget because I didn't put it in the show notes, but I just have this brilliant idea talking about that. So I'm excited. So there's a lot to talk about. My notes like twice as long as they usually are. So we'll kind of like we'll get through what we get through, y'all. Let me let me ask you a question. Are you feeling a little bit tired from all of like like not tired of the show, but tired from like having to watch it and prep it because I today was just like, I've watched like eight hours of TV watching it through twice. So I'm prepared. It's, it's a lot. Um, you know, we do this for you listeners, mom, (laughs) my husband, my husband was like, Danielle, like, why is there so much of this show on? And I'm like, cause it's wonderful. And people will watch this many hours of the week. And it is really hard um, with the podcast. Cause yeah, yeah. it's kind of, it's challenging. Um, I have several. Out, oh, go ahead. Turns out like we have other responsibilities in our job, which is a real bummer. Yeah. I've had several friends that are guys who's like, I could never watch that much TV. And it's like, dude, I know you watch nine hours of football on Sunday and probably six to seven on Saturday. Don't judge me. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm definitely not judging us. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But only we can judge ourselves, us and God, whatever deity you worship. Yeah. I am like having to wake up pretty early. (laughs) Um, just to watch The Bachelor. So, you do, know, do you set your alarm ring to be the Almost Paradise song? That would be amazing. That would, I love that idea. That would motivate me to get out of bed in the morning. But it's like Danielle curled up at five a.m. like watching <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise with a notebook, taking notes. <laughs> I love it. Then I'm like, oh, I need to go for a walk. Um, yeah, but. So this episode begins with Marissa and Riley in the boom, boom room and uh, Connor having no idea. Um, it it kind of reminds us of where we left off. And then immediately um, Chris and Jason arrive. 
So Chris, we know like almost nothing about, and Chasen is the smoke show dude from Tasha's season, right? Heavy on looks, low on brain is my assessment of Chasen. Absolutely. And like has some really dumb TikToks, I think too. Yeah. Those ones of him dancing and he like, he can't dance. Like, yeah. Not at all. Um, him and like Pilot Pete need to like do a duet or something. Okay. Maybe their collective awfulness will be like so bad that it's like cool. Um, <laughs> so they like come in though and they like perform some sort of bro welcoming ritual before they head to the beach. Um, I was gonna like talk about rituals, but like we have enough to talk about. So yeah. um they have a date card. Um Chasen invites deandra on a date and i'll be honest like i kind of wouldn't have predicted that but um the more i hear of deandra like i'm like she's awesome Mm. deandra i always missed i always i'm like right deandra 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 Deandra. um so then chris invites jacinia um, on a date and he's apparently been like he's been kind of eyeing Jacinia. But Jacinia and Ivan seem like this like they seem yeah very like strong. Couple. Yeah. Um but Jason's appearance stirs something in Mari that like really sets off the disaster that is like the whole rest yeah. of the week. I feel like when they write in the history books about this season and they will be in the history books, uh, this is going to be the point where it's like, and then shit went sideways. This is March, 2020, um, of bachelor in Paris. Yeah. When everyone was like, Oh man, this is getting real. Absolutely. Like I don't, this is like the full moon or something that like sets, sets things wild. So Chris and Justinia and Chasen and Deandra go on their double date, which begins with an intimacy guru. And near as I can tell, this involves them breather, breathing on each other and engaging in partner stretches, both activities that I do not think are appropriate to do in front of an audience. Bill, have, have you and your beautiful wife, Elaine, ever had an intimacy guru date? No, we have been married for 14 years coming up and um we both saw this and we're like I'd never do that. That looks- I really want you and Christy who's been on the show and her partner husband Jorge. Jorge. So so I think out of all of us Jorge would be in. Like he has stuff like that it does not bother him. He would be like, "Yeah, let's do it." Um, I thought the part where they were doing the turtle um, pose, or uh, for those of you who may look it up on Urban Dictionary, the doggy style pose for the more normal um, of us. And they were like looking at each other and the guys were not trying to make eye contact. It was like, wow, this has got to be as awkward as it seems. Every time I go on a double date now, I'm going to be like thinking about the potential of what we could be doing like, gosh, we chose to go to montage when we could be, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like 
What? Why what? are we at Texas Roadhouse for the fifth time when we could have been doing Kama Sutra poses? Oh, with our friends. It's like that we work with. <laughs> the humor of that. So as I was watching it, I was like, can you imagine if this were real life and it was like you like had kind of a friend at work and you talked Ryan into going on a date and like, he didn't know their husband. And then you go and do this and it's like, so you uh like to drink beer? Like, I get, I, yeah. How, how's, how's your kid's first week? Of kindergarten? <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. You know, like, well, like their feet are in the air. Like, and you're like, oh, your wife's really flexible. Yeah, like, you yeah, got stuff. Like, so uncomfortable. You got a retirement fund? Is that a Roth IRA or what? Uh, what do you like, <laughs> self-propelled you know, mower or push mower? Yeah. Right. I yeah. mean, or like if you're just like, if you're like to actually acknowledge what's going on. Oh, I noticed that like your wife really likes it when you blow on her day. <laughs> like, you know, like it's the weirdest. Wait. Okay. Question. So you, How you, do you say I don't know. Uh, I, I didn't know that word. What is that word? Oh, she said day-clit. it's, a, <laughs> it's a real word. Day right. or day. <laughs> what is it? Explain okay. it to me. It's, it's this part, you know, like this part. It's oh. just this part of your chest. Like, you know, like this. Really? Part. Huh. Yeah. yeah, she said it and I was going to look it up, but I forgot. And I was like, I don't know how thing. to say it right now, but she said it correctly. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's just that part of your, like, that bone, their collarbone area. That's what it's huh. called, the collarbone area. Interesting. It's like a nice, I don't know, French sounding word for that part. of It is very, I, I thought she said <laughs> negligee and I was like, I don't. <laughs> so, um, that's all weird. Meanwhile, Mari says, Hey, Kenny, I want to be able to accept a date from someone if they come down and have a date card. Yes. And. Previously, they kind of agreed that they were going to not do that. And so Kenny is like reasonably a little bit miffed. Um, I really love this on Entertainment Weekly. They like quoted him, but then they had a line after it. So they quote him saying, you can't have your cake and eat it too. And that's like what a lot of people want to do, especially when they have the rose. And then Entertainment Weekly writes, Kenny may be 40, but he's not wrong. (laughs) And that like cracked me up. Um, He's getting a lot of, I'm like really sad about like all of the 40 year old jokes. Um, My best friend from high school, she turns 40 today. So shout out to Janda. Happy birthday, girlfriend. Hey, Janda. Um, And um, yeah. So what do you think about this? Anything, Bill? Uh, I, yeah, I. I mean, I understand where Kenny's coming from, right? But I feel like Kenny uh, probably, if he, you know, he probably would have went on a date. I, I guess I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's the show. I, I think it's funny. It's like, uh, I don't know if you ever played the the board game Risk, but yeah. when we were in college, we would play Risk, right? And we would like form an alliance, and then the second you had the opportunity to like screw over that person, and I feel like that's what bachelor in paradise is right i mean yeah watch right right yeah so i don't i guess i don't know why kenny's so mad but 
I also think he has a point where Mari, Mari didn't like really explain what she wanted. Um, she was like, like, I don't want to see other people, but if I get asked, I'd like that opportunity. So if we could just work that out. And then he kept saying like, so does that mean we're just done? Well, no. It, yeah. It was just. Yeah. yeah. It, it really did feel like I, I want us to be committed unless like I decide not to be committed. Yes, exactly. And so um, Mari goes to Demi to like process this exchange that she's had with Kenny and Demi's like opportunity knocks, right? Yes. And you yeah, know, you could like, see her wheels turning as it's going. She's like, she was like, yeah, go, go get whoever you want. Hunt your man. And then she left. She's like, <laughs> yes, absolutely. I like, she's like, yeah, yeah. Proposals, proposals aren't happening tomorrow. So we should just all be dating each other. <laughs> and I was like, two days ago, Demi, you were like, Brendan. Like a puppet on a string. <laughs> oh my gosh. So Demi makes out with Kenny. And it's an intense makeout. I'm worried about his lip. I think she might have taken half of it with her. I um, feel like you had, you won Bachelor uh, memes with the, when you said that they need to feed these people, they're starting to eat each other. Yeah. I was like, I was like oh my gosh, the, the Bachelor in Paradise takes on the zombie show trend. Kenny kisses exactly how I would imagine the manager of a boy band would kiss. Like, Demi like kisses a, exactly how yeah. I imagined Demi. Yeah, kiss. like a thirteen-year-old boy bathed in Axe spray. I mean, it was hot when you're seventeen. Exactly. Like, yeah. You know, like, yeah. I don't know. When you're so, behind the bleachers at the junior high dance and trying to duck the chaperones, that's that's some hot kissing. Like. <laughs> I mean, like, whatever. Live, live your best forty-year-old life, Kenny. Um, I'm gonna start kissing like that just for the hell of it. <laughs> Gotta live while you can, folks. That's true. <laughs> so, when on the other corner of the beach, we have Connor sporting his finest attire, oblivious to what happened in the boom boom room. Yes. And my favorite was all these descriptions of his outfit. Um, they were fantastic. So we have Aaron making the okay, people say that he's really funny, but I feel like all we hear him him do is complain about other people. So when he was like, he called it like kimono convict or something, I'm like, I was like, oh Aaron, like that was a good one. Um, he also he, he made the comment about the boom boom room at the beginning. He's like <laughs> The boom boom room. I don't know what happens there, but I assume it's something really special, uh, really super secret. <laughs> like, I don't know. He's kind of like Napoleon Dynamite, where you're like, I'm not sure if he's purposely doing this and acting awkward. But yeah, I thought that was funny. I also liked um, uh, when Wells said, I hate that my grandmother's couch had to die to make that shirt. He had like a good series, yeah. of really good jokes. So I have to say, I was like driving my daughter to preschool the other day mm -hmm. and I'm going down campus right as like classes must be, mm -hmm. we might be like right in between classes. So traffic was high and there was a guy in two tone jeans where one leg was light wash and the other leg was medium wash. And I was like, oh, dang, like we're here. 
We're yep. here. My friend Tiff had this amazing pair of Tommy Hilfiger pants. One side was white, one yep. side was red. Like my parents were going to spend that much money on jeans for me. And I was so jealous. Yep. Yep. So. Next thing, the uh, jeans with no pockets that are kind of bell bottomed, um, yeah. very low rise carpenter do pants. Think, do you think you could do that with dress pants? Like, in your associate dean department head role, like think you could get like a pair of like oh. gray dress pants on one side, navy on the other. That sounds like I could do that for sure. I mean, I'm already considered one of the worst dressers at the college. So at this point, people are just like, just let Bill be, just let him do it. I'm, I mean, I'm at work and I'm wearing a shirt with dogs on it. So I mean, I appreciate the energy that it brings to a space, though. Yeah. Um, I think I should try it. I say go for it. Can you imagine Um, how, like, a legitimate real tailor, if you went in, you're like, here's the plan. I want a pair of wool uh, dress pants. They're like, yeah, we can do that. It's like one side, navy blue, one side, taupe. How do we do that? How do we do that? I'm like, I'd like you to change up your shoes too, so that you have like navy dress shoes on one side. Yes, I've actually done that a lot, brown and black, because I I have problems with colors. Yes. Uh, more than once, I have worn black and brown shoes and to work, and then someone's like, "Dude, your shoes are the wrong colors." And I'm like, See, I think that Bill could definitely like ride a scooter around campus with these. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like this is how we shift morale, right? Yep. Like this is how we get people excited to go to work, mm-hmm. to learn, to educate themselves because they they're gonna see some interesting pants. Get on it, associate provost piece. This is your calling. I know you're listening. <laughs> I love it. So, how do you think Marissa handled? her Connor Riley. Yeah, man, it was uncomfortable, but it's always going to be uncomfortable, right? Like that, there's no way that conversation is not uncomfortable. Um, I mean, you have the right to tell people like he has no right to know what her and Riley did. Um, I feel like she was honest. She said, I have a connection. Um, I feel like she probably could have been like, she was like, Oh, we got home. It was kind of late, whatever. Like, I feel like, that bordered on lying, but I feel like she could have also said, I have a real interest in him because she was very much not being like, Hey, my cards are in on Riley. And I think some of that was because she wanted to hedge her bets in case Riley was like, nah, I don't want to be around you. Um, and I think what you saw was later in the episode, she realized that they're really together. And so then she was like, all bets are off. I felt like they just really dropped this plot the whole yeah. rest of the time it's like you kind of see like connor moping but then like we get nothing we don't even get like him sadly playing his ukulele or whatever right. like yeah. it's just like poor connor doesn't show up again until he has like sad face at the rose ceremony yes yeah they just like interspersed him a little bit in places but we never talked to him i still don't think connor was actually there to, like i think he didn't see anyone he really liked like she went with him and he was like, all right, fine. I'm going to have my fun and I'll be out of here. Oh my goodness. So you all, so many more things happened because this yes. episode erupted into chaos. 
Yes. So Natasha and Brenda, Brendan have finally kissed and it's like the most boring kiss ever. It is like a bland Lutheran luncheon hot dish. It is. It was so she gave him a back rub. I do. The thing I will say is I love Lance Bass, like giving her a pep talk and being like the feminist icon. It's like it's 2021. Women can initiate a kiss. Maybe you need to go in. And she's like, I can. And then she went and did it. And it was not a pleasant like it. It wasn't passionate at all. Right. Maybe I'm misreading it. Yeah. No, it was like a, a pack, and she's like, it was good, it was nice. And it's like, oh man. Keep telling yourself what you need to tell yourself. Yep. So Serena P and Joe have a date. Um, it seems like things are progressing. Joe says he's done with Kendall, which is sort of foreshadows this other drama. Mm-hmm. So weird. Like, I don't understand. Like, why did they just dress them up like yeah, that was a really I awkward. Yeah. They just have them like, I don't know, make out in weird yeah. costumes. I'm like, I don't understand. Like any of these dates, like the like Tia's date, you're just like, did you just find stray naked people on the beach? Like, I feel like they've I, given up here. I think there's a lot of nude beaches around that area. And that's what it was. And then they were dressed up as Lucha Libres, which is in Mexico, like a, a big tradition. But if you're going to do that, you need to explain why you're doing it instead of it just being like, yeah. Or like, or like you have to like do something with a date. They're just like, okay, so we like dress you up. Yes. Here's like a ring. Yeah. The best thing about it was how not into it Joe was. Like, I've come to appreciate the curmudgeon that Joe is. He's like, I, I hate like Joe. I, I hate dressing up. <laughs> like, I don't like this at all. Like, I loved everything about that. <laughs> Especially because my friends will vouch that there's a lot of times where they suggest something and I'm like, no, no, I don't like board games. They're like, let's play board games. No, no, no board games. I think it's really funny because Bill, there's a lot of ways that you're just like kind of a fun, you know, you're wearing a dog shirt kind of yeah. guy, but then you're also like, Danielle, I ain't riding your scooters. Don't make me dance no, in front of people. I'm, I'm totally on the scooter thing. No, oh, I won't okay. dance. In All front right. Of you're on. Oh, okay. I, I love the scooter idea. Um, Feeling feelings, thinking thoughts. I don't want to do that. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad that you study relationships. Yeah. Study thoughts, relationships, feelings, like <laughs> yeah. both those things. I don't want to do that. Um, we're in good hands, folks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we return to this double date that I feel like we I don't know. So we don't know what happened on the rest of the state. I just feel like they left out so much. Yeah. Carl and Chasen get into it. Chasen or Carl like awkwardly gives DeAndra a bracelet. Bill, I know. Where'd the bracelet? Where'd the bracelet come from? He's like, I brought it from. Okay. So let's follow his. I brought it from Florida, Miami for somebody. And then he has these like, like, charms on it where'd the charms come from if he brought it from miami did he buy like a hundred charms was it just a bunch of bs um also pandora bracelets i think noah said i gave those to my mom in like the third grade congrats elaine said i love noah's dish like like i just loved him trash yeah elaine said she read that the producers had a bunch of those bracelets and were like oh yeah they have a bunch of stuff that you can give as gifts and they're like, we'll get this for you. Right. Well, there's a big meme because then, you know, Chasen comes out with like his necklace where it's like 
producers to chase in and they like open up cardigans <laughs> exactly. are so good i yeah. open it up and they just got like all these like necklaces here <laughs> like on like, the streets of new york like what you want you want watches i got watches i got sunglasses <laughs> You go. They're like, oh, you want a lighter with want, like the Statue yeah. of Liberty on it? Yeah. <laughs> like, you, know. you want a ring? You want a bracelet? You want a pendant? Diamond pendant? I got that. It's not real dime. Whatever. <laughs> then they have to negotiate it with them. I'll do three in-person interviews. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe maybe it is like prison. Like they have to earn so many points so that like they the commissary. Can, like, buy things from like. <laughs> 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 They're swapping cigarettes. <laughs> yes. I like, love it. Oh my goodness. So I don't know. This whole thing. And I felt like Carl giving that to Deandra was also manipulative. Right. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, she went on this date. I'm like yep. gonna like do something that like makes her feel like more like beholden to me. Mm-hmm. And then like Chase and being the smoke show that he is just like responds by like oh i'm gonna like one up you and rather than it being like it doesn't feel meaningful it doesn't feel like not at all yeah i don't know a pissing match um so then justinia tells ivan that he checks off lots of boxes but like she feels like something's missing and like maybe it's a spark and i feel like this is the equivalent of Katie saying that to Connor that when she kissed him, it just wasn't there. Yeah. I would not appreciate someone telling me I check a lot of boxes. Like I'd be like, is that what you're like? I didn't realize I was a commodity. Like you're, you're like, well, the RAV4 has pretty good gas mileage, but <laughs> I would like a little more room. So I'm going to go with the Highlander. Like, I mean, well, and then I had read some rumors that Jacinia and Chris, like there were pictures of them hanging out. Um, Chris? Chris, who she's with now. The, oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That like that there's some pictures of them hanging out. Oh. Prior to being on the show. And y'all like, I'm like so kind of confused by this. Like I didn't feel like I felt like her and Chris had that much of a connection he just doesn't seem as cool as Ivan for a variety of reasons. I don't know. Right. I'm just like, yeah. I don't know. He did have an interesting, a lot of people were questioning his sexuality and he had a post on Twitter about how people, and, and you've talked about this before, attribute, they, they feminize Asian men. Um, yes. And he said, you know, that's not cool. And don't question my sexuality. Um which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, so. Absolutely. And I will say there's also, um, so I think that um, part of that is, yeah, you see Asian men mm-hmm. oftentimes being emasculated and then we as- sort of associate as a culture inappropriately associate as a culture, um, sort of like the lack of masculinity with sexuality, right? Like, mm-hmm. so um or gayness, right? Male gayness, right? right? And so like, and that's just kind of not how exactly that works. Um, So we're conflating like gender with sexuality, but um, 
Yeah, I appreciate. I didn't see his post, but I'm I appreciate that too. I also think that the way that he has like a way of talking mm-hmm. that is um I I think also you could read as being more feminine. Yeah. Um, so What's interesting is that if people are are attributing, you know, like feminine qualities to him, apparently he was a stud baseball player in college. So it's like he's he's into this like kind of manly sport as well. And so it's interesting how people watch the show and see a very little amount about him and and attribute this, but then, you know, he has a whole bunch of other qualities. And so. Oh yeah. And then when you first see him interact with Chase and they're very bro-y, right? Like, right. Yeah. And and, I mean, I also think that, I think that Chris is a handsome guy. I just, yeah. I don't know. I was still sort of surprised that Justinia and him, I just didn't see the connection that she felt. Um, and apparently but, Nick Vale made some comments about him. And this is what started, all, this is what started all of it specifically about his legs. And he said he thought they were women's legs. And so I don't know why you like Nick so much. I'm, you're always defending. You're always defending. Every once Whatever. Love. You and him have locking necklaces. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? Um, so then things get really wild. There's a game out there, like playing 20 questions or something. Horrible game. Horrible. And Kenny. Uh, this, this is, this game is horrible to do. This whatever. only ends in hurt feelings. <laughs> Me, you, Elaine, Ryan, we're going to have an intimacy guru come and then play 20 no. questions on a double day. <laughs> my friends, my friends will say this would be the time I would walk up and just be like, done. I'm out. See you guys. Like. So they ask, who would you want to have sex with on the beach? Kenny says that he wants to have sex with Mari. Um, But then Demi brings in Kenny a cake to like celebrate his 40th birthday that I guess everybody missed. And then she brings him off to the side to crush a pinata full of condoms. Which he says, are they extra large? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Because you weren't sure that he was a tool. That. I just don't get it. It's like I he woke up it. and was like, how can I make sure America knows I am <laughs> the king tool of all tools? I'll make a size comment about condoms. How are you ever like, you know, oh, well, you know, you want to talk about Justinia and her like checklist, right? Um, Like who on their checklist is, you know, <laughs> I want. <laughs> That's a good I point. I want this person, right? What like, box does he have? <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness. Again, if you were going to draw the manager of a boy band, you're like, hey, someone gives him a pinata with condoms. What does he say when they fall out? You'd be like, oh, he's going to ask if they're big enough for him. <laughs> Absolutely. And then, so like, Mari is upset. And she throws a pre- perfectly freaking good cake into a fire. I'm like, mad. I'm like, why didn't you just get a fork and like eat that sucker? Like, don't just like throw it into a fire. It's like, I did yeah. a producer tell her to do this. The unsung, um, the unsung like highlight of that whole episode was at the very end when Riley is really mad that the cake is in there and they're trying to brainstorm ideas to save the cake. I thought that was like, that was, this is amazing. This is something me and my friends would do. Like, we I mean, grab- I I think Riley is fun in ways yeah. that we really haven't seen yet. Yeah. Um, I love when like 
one of my favorite lines of the entire episode is Mari's like mad and she walks past Demi and she's like, how do you feel that moments before you made out? Kenny said that he wanted to have sex with me. Right. (laughs) And, and Demi's like, um, I want to have a lot of people on the beach too. That's why you know, like I'm here. (laughs) She's like, you know, and I was like, that's why you love Demi. Yeah. That's why we watch the show for like Demi just saying how it is. So I I think I, I said this last week. I like people who know who they are. And I think that's why I appreciate Demi is that it's like, she is, has no compunction about who she is. She's like, I'm going to screw everyone on this beach. If I can like, yeah. But like, but does she? Cause then she like goes on a date with Brennan and she's like, Oh, but like, you want to see other people? Like, okay. you know, like what's happening there, Demi? Like, right. So I, so I, I have a little bit of an extra credit on this because I, I thought this was kind of interesting. So there's actually a lot of research on people who are high self monitors and low self monitors. Um, and a high self monitor is somebody who is constantly trying to project an image out to people. Um, a low self monitor is somebody who does not do as much of that. Um, and low self monitors actually tend to have less success dating, but when they find somebody, they're more likely to stay with them. So they, they date less people, but then they tend to be in longer term relationships. Once they find somebody high self monitors tend to have more success dating, but less success as they move to those long-term relationships. And I am, I am at odds trying to figure out if Demi is a high self monitor or a low one, because it's like at times she seems like she's playing this odd character but then other times it seems like she's willing to just be who she is. And yeah. I just, I can't figure it out because like you said, you know, you think she's like, Oh, she's going to have sex with everybody. She doesn't care. You know, she like, if people don't want her, she tells you how great she is. But then with the Brendan thing, it was like, she clearly was crushed. And then with the, when Kenny, when Tia takes Kenny, she's really mad about it. She kept saying, not going to say that hurt the old ego a little bit. So I think that she is someone who really likes to have fun and is very sex positive and um, is sort of like open to exploring things. But I do think that then she does connect with people and like she Mm -hmm. does want to have exclusive long term. But the problem is that she's already projected this image of having fun and like not really being very serious. And then I think she kind of gets hurt because. She's like, yeah, like I wanted to have fun, but now it feels like we did. So we should like be together Mm -hmm. and people don't know how to read that. I agree. So, yeah. Well, then, so we cut and we have like Taj just like screaming on the beach. Apparently the girl just like needed to poop. She hadn't like had a foul. (laughs) Cause she was like, people are saying you can't poop. It was weird. Yeah. Um, it was it was like a situation. All I got to say is like, Taj, I hope that like your bowel movements have regulated now and yeah. you're in a happier place. Um, Tammy decides out of the blue to make out with Thomas, Aaron's mortal enemy. Um, and then is like shocked by that causing drama. I don't. Like, I didn't see that coming. I don't understand. I think she had to be drunk. There had to be alcohol involved for how, like, brazen that was. It was. 
I, I have questions about Tammy. So like, that's where we kind of end night one and night two picks right back up with that. Thomas and Arian are fighting. I'm kind of bored by it. Tammy cries. Um, and See, I was, oh, go ahead. Go for it. I was not bored of the fight at all. I thought that was the exact fight between two bros that we needed in America. Like neither one really saying the other, like Thomas fighting exactly how he does everything where it's like, he will take no side. He will make no like, and then Aaron not really knowing why he's mad, but like, just like she made out with you. That's disgusting. She made out with me. I deserve respect. You did it in front of me. Like what, what are you mad about Aaron? I was like one Aaron, take it up with Tammy. Yes. Like, take it up with yeah. Tammy. Um, I felt the same way. Enemy is yeah. going to do that. And then Tammy, quit crying. I have no patience for Tammy here. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't, I would never hurt anyone. Girl, yeah, 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 you would. Yeah. And you just did. And um, and then you made a choice about it too. I felt the same way with Mari and Demi, where it's like, why is Mari so mad at Demi? But she seems like she's annoyed with Kenny, but she really seems to be angry at Demi. Like she feels betrayed by Demi, but Kenny is an equal opportunist in this. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the necklace bracelet competition continues. Um Yet another good argument between those two where it's like two, like barely able to like, like articulate what they want. Like just, yeah, you're dumb. You're dumb. And at one point, what did he call him? Oh, um, I lost it. At one point, Kenny called him something. He's like, yeah, you are. (laughs) It was really bad. Yeah. I just, it was it was bad fighting. Um, and oh, horrible! break up. Um, you kind of see this coming from like the moment that Taj is like all about like Riley and then disappointed. Yes. You can tell that like that was um a game changer for his, her and Trey's relationship. So they do. Trey goes home first, but then she ends up following pretty closely behind. Um, so we head to this rose ceremony where I have to say it, Lance says, bye, bye, bye. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but before he does, we get this surprise that we kind of know is coming, which is Becca and Becca's a contestant. Um, thoughts about Becca joining the beach. She's a high value commodity. Every guy there, which is interesting because she seems like because she was the bachelorette, everyone kept saying, oh, everyone's so excited because she's the bachelorette, which I don't know if that really should give you more cred, but just as a person, she seems like we said, level-headed. She's obviously gorgeous. I love Becca. She's one of the reasons I think I started watching the show again. Um, I had watched her season and then kind of, I, you know, I've pretty continually been watching since her season and part of it was just, I, I really liked her. Um, <clears throat> I think that it's like, okay, so from a show standpoint, I think it's something that they haven't done before near as I can tell. But then I feel like because they gave it away in previews and stuff, like this didn't feel like a surprise. Right. 
Yeah. And so I kind of feel like they blew it. <laughs> yeah, but they got to get people to watch. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I think they they didn't make it as amazing as they could have. And so I'll say this. So this is a spoiler, and we kind of talked about it before, that I think in some of the previews, you, like, see her and Thomas. And one, I'm like, oh, my gosh. So this Tammy thing with Aaron and then Thomas, and now we start to see a connection between Aaron. a little bit between Aaron and Becca. And you're just like, oh my gosh, she's going to go from Aaron to Thomas somehow. This I is love gonna it. not be good. Yes. But also, can I just say as someone who really, really, really likes Becca, I like am so disappointed by the idea that she could end up with Thomas. Like it's so wildly disappointing. Yeah. Me, like I want to like smack her upside the head. I agree. Yeah. Anyway. He must. Yeah. I don't know. He must like, there must be something going on there. That's he's big. He's large. Yeah, he's tall. He's six foot six. He'll tell you. <laughs> I don't know. Six foot so, six. The big shakeup of this rose ceremony though, is that Deandra gives her rose to Ivan instead of Carl or Chasen. And Becca then gives her rose to Aaron. Um, thoughts about this, the shakeup that Deandra created. I think she realized that Carl and Chasen are idiots and they needed to be sent packing. She really, she upgraded. Like, I think so too. I don't know that I think her and Ivan are necessarily connected. I don't, I didn't really figure, I couldn't really figure out what that was, but if you're going to keep someone, Ivan seems like a good guy. Like he seems nice and he seems thoughtful. And so I, I just, I am suspicious that either one of them stay on the show very much longer, though. Yeah, he you seems know, like he's he he's quickly spoiling on the uh, antics of the show. Yes. So enter Tia. She has a date card. She asked Kenny on a date. Mari's very smug about it. Demi feels slighted. Um, their date is this ridiculous, as we said, this like topless naked take off which clothes you want volleyball um tia keeps referring to her vagina as a china what? china pot china, china pot, pot. China pot. I, was like, <laughs> I have like never heard it called a china pot before <laughs> i had neither yeah i love tia i think she's wonderful i don't understand kenny other people that know her are like yeah kenny's her type and i'm like how is Kenny your type? Like was Kenny. Maybe the reason you haven't been in a long-term relationship is because you keep <sighs> dating people like Kenny. How is Kenny anyone's type, but a band boy band groupie? Like, I mean, I don't get it. I just, yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. So then it's after, who is it? After yeah. very little screen time, we finally get to see what's going on with Abigail and Noah. And it's not really what we expected. So no. um, Abigail is very worried that things are too easy between them. And she's like starting to worry that maybe they're just friends. And she's feeling self-conscious because other couples on the beach sort of seem to be more publicly intimate, maybe. And that they just aren't. 
And so even though she said that she's someone that likes to take it slower earlier, she's not like worried by them being slower. Um, this obviously isn't what Noah wants to hear. Um, so they, but they do have like, I think a very, what feels like a healthy conversation about it. Um, although like, I'm not sure there is very much closure around that conversation. And it sort of ends with Noah, like moping alone on the beach, thinking deep thoughts about his life and Abigail crying with her girlfriend. Yeah. I, I, so the more I thought about it, it's like, it's healthy in relationships. Like you should be able to talk about your feelings with your partner. Right. And if if you can't, you're going to have issues. With that being said, if you are concerned that things are too easy and you don't care that they're moving along too slow, that they're moving along at a slower pace, but other people are moving faster and that makes you uncomfortable. That's kind of a you problem. Absolutely. Like, like I feel like that's something Abigail needs to figure out with herself and bringing it up to Noah just makes it seem like, I don't know if I'm that interested in you. And I felt like Noah did a good job listening and stuff, but it's like, I don't feel like she really explained what the issue was. And I wonder if he just kind of was confused and was like, I need to think about this. Um, and I think she was like, she was somewhat self-reflexive afterwards. She's like, oh, like I'm always self-sabotaging, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Kind of, it was like, she was kind of recognizing that it was an Abigail issue, but like not until yeah. after she already made it a we issue. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so like, um yeah I mean there was probably a way she could have approached it where she could have said you know is this bothering you should we be bothered as a couple but it was kind of like she was just like I'm not happy that this is going on and it's like I don't know what to tell you you know so I feel like this is something that they could possibly work through I think it is highly unlikely they end this with an engagement Oh, I think that'd be way too fast if they're uh-huh. at that point. Yeah. Yep. So then because the producers um, care about people's happiness. They want to choose violence yes. <laughs> at all times. <laughs> Absolutely. How can um, we screw with you, Joe? Grocery yeah. store Joe, who has been hurtling towards a mental health issue this whole episode. <laughs> they're like, time to push him over the edge, folks. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's bring his ex-girlfriend on. Yes. So you know that we kind of know that Kendall's going to show up and they're going to do this terrible thing to Joe, but it's kind of even worse than we expect because Kendall isn't just like, oh, I'm on Bachelor in Paradise again. She's like, I am here beelining to Joe. I want him back. She walked like I do at the all you can eat buffet when they give me my first plate, like just like (laughs) out of the way, people I'm going I'm going straight for the chicken fried rice if we're at a Chinese buffet. Absolutely. So then she walks up and she's like, hey, what's up, butthead? Right. Which I can't imagine what it would feel like to be. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Because it's so like casual and that like. If you were just newly starting a relationship and this person like comes on that you'd already sort of feel could stir the pot right but then they do and it's just like so familiar they're like 
interactions with each other are so familiar. Um, there would be something about that that would be like make me feel a little pukey if I was. Oh to- yeah, I mean, I can think of times where I had dated somebody. And then I was dating somebody else and they came and were like at the bar or something in like our groups of friends and came up and talked and how uncomfortable that was. Um, but that was in just like a casual setting. Like this was very obvious, like you're with this person and I'm going to strut right up and like, guess what? You know? Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think he's going to choose Serena? Do you think he's going to like, I don't know. I yeah. Rekindle things with Kendall. That's, um, that's a lot of work or a lot of like pressure on a new relationship. Right. If you had this, what he said was a pretty deep connection and then you have to choose between her and your new girlfriend of a week and you make the choice on your new girlfriend, there's the implication that like, this is serious, right? You're basically saying this is more serious than this serious one I had before. So, right. And I do, I think it's really hard when the reason that Kendall and Joe didn't work out wasn't necessarily because of how they felt with each other. Right. But you also kind of go at some point you have to choose your relationship, right? Right. So my understanding is a lot of it has to do with where they're living. And like they both are pretty enmeshed in their families. And then their jobs are really rooted to locations that they're in too. And, you know, like, I don't know, like that's not going to change. And, and he so even said that just, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. That. So like either you, you all have to say like, Oh, like I'm going to like, in some ways like compromise on this other aspect of my life and make our like relationship the priority. Or you've got to say like, Nope. Like, one of my boxes, yeah. one of Justinia's boxes, yeah. right? Like, is that like, I want to be able to live here. Yeah. And he even said, I mean, that was, he was, you could tell he was thinking through it when him and Serena were talking. Cause she was like, would you have married her if she moved to Chicago with you? And he's like, well, I don't know. I don't know if she would have been happy, you know, if she would have moved, which I thought was very thoughtful on his part. It wasn't like, well, I got what I wanted. It was like, I want to move there, but I also want to be with someone who wants to be there with me. Um, and so maybe she comes and she's like, yeah, I've decided I'll move. And then it's like, whoa. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I'm interested. So any key lessons or takeaways from this episode, Bill? Don't take your feelings out on cake because oh. she just ruined all of those people. And clearly they're hungry because they're biting each other's faces off you know, like let him eat cake, let them eat cake. I have a quick question. Okay. Why don't they ever swim? Are we just not seeing it? They have these beautiful pools. It's hot. Everybody's sweating. You're already in a bikini. Like, why aren't they swimming? Do they like, is there something like, do they look, do they not like how they look when they're wet? Like, I think, I think it's gotta be like makeup like and like their hair and because there's been a couple scenes they've shown where they're like playing in the pool but i think they must be like we're going in the pool then at night i'm going to put all my makeup on and everything and the guys are gonna you know so that they look yeah well here's the thing i can look a bit ragged Mm -hmm. in the pool but i think i'd still take that over like 
balls ass so sweat. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, or like my boobies hanging out while I play volleyball. Right. I don't know. You know, like I think that like it's an interesting, you know, like I don't know, but like I, you know, yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. I I would be in the pool the whole time. Or I'd be like Joe taking naps every 20 minutes, the middle-aged man. Like <laughs> Kenny's who Kenny, you know, has had like seven Red Bulls because that's that's his you know, demographic, but I feel like Joe is at the point in life where we all are, where it's like, if I could take a nap at nine and if I could take a nap at one and then maybe one at four, I'd be able to stay up till nine 30. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So I think my key takeaway is don't date Kenny. Like, that's, that's a I don't know. One. Like, I'm just like, find, find someone else. Don't be a Kenny. Yeah. Don't date a Kenny. Yes. And don't get necklaces to give to as gifts from producers. I don't know. Like, yeah, I have to say there weren't as many like deep life lessons for me in, in this week's episode, but there was lots of chaos. The end of that first episode. This is why I watch it. I didn't have to feel feelings. I didn't have to think thoughts. Like it was just four hours of trash, just chaos, dumpster fires. And that's what I want in my absolutely. life. Not just personally. Like, I, I don't want it personally. I want to watch it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Maybe yeah. not eight hours a week, but I want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, next week we'll see what happens folks. Yeah. And next week we'll we will have, have Heather Osmos. Awesome. Heather Osmos. I call her Heather Awesome at work, but we're looking forward to it, Heather. Yay. All right. Everyone That's have it. a good weekend. Bye Danielle. Bye. You've been listening to Bachadamia with your hosts, Drs. Daniel Dick McGue and Bill Henniger. All opinions expressed on this show are solely the opinion of the person who spoke them. If you like our podcast, please consider following us, leaving us a five-star rating, and a positive review wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, please share with your friends, family, and other ardent Bachelor content lovers. If you have comments or questions you would like us to address on the show, you can email us at bachadamia at gmail.com or on the Twitter with the handle at Thanks for listening.